girl sylvia she her and hers this is tori she her and hers and welcome to a leftovers episode we haven't done a leftover in a long time been a long time you know so so we're we're bringing a leftovers because i'm gonna be out of town and, and we have a lot of stories that i we... gotta i gotta give you something during that week that we're not gonna be able to or this week, should I say, I'm, I'm talking like I'm in the future. Yeah. If you're listening to this leftover episode, it's the first week <laughs> of February. <laughs> and I am yeah. providing you with this episode because I'm not here to record. <laughs> feel but like I it's like here. an alternative universe. Right. Um, so, yeah, you get a leftovers episode this week. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, leftover episodes are just literally what they sound like. Leftover stories that we didn't get to. That we wanted to. Could have been a story we had four weeks ago and right. we never got to it. Right. Or it could have been one from last week's episode that we yeah. didn't get to. I mean, these are just the ones that are sitting in our queue that we just never got a chance to discuss. And that we want to. And we wanted we, to. Do to time. Right. I mean, we could talk we could, about. We could have a five hour podcast oh. each week. Oh, hell yeah. We don't have the time for yeah, that. No. You may enjoy it if you have a long commute. Yeah. But unfortunately, we don't have the time have because that. we have jobs and families yeah. and yeah. other obligations. Yes. So we're bringing you a leftover episode this week. Um, it's going to be quick. No what's updates. No, no what's rapid updates. fire. Just three stories each. In and out. Boom. I don't know. In the I, microwave. Out. Hot ready quick, to eat. I don't know that. Well, I mean, quick, quick is relevant. <laughs> time is relevant. Because I'm like, discussions. This one time that I'm is bringing, a flat circle. Like, I think you're going to have something to say about it. Say? All right. So let's get this party started. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one comes from coin.com. So okay. local, but it's not local. It's just, you know, posted by the local uh, news. Arizona bill would ban transgender girls, comma, women from teens. From teens? What is from? Uh, Teams. teams, teams, as in sports. Arizona teams. law said transgender women couldn't play sports. Trans transgendered girls and women would be barred from participating in sports on the team that align with their gender identity under a proposed Arizona law. All right, get into it. The proposal announced by GOP Rep. Nancy Barto, change the B to F, Farto. Or Camel Toe. <laughs> on Friday is co-sponsored by 22 other Republican House members and is the latest on a growing Under list of eye. more than a dozen <laughs> states with bills that focus on transgendered young people. Okay. People, vote. Again, vote. we say vote. Vote, because these are Equality. the kind of people that are kind of 
Try and to. Here's here's the thing that I say. I don't want people to say, "Well, transgender." Put it. Put your race in that. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Put because your gender was, yes, in that. There was a time mm-hmm. when black people could not play professional yes. sports or college sports or high school sports. Right. So, sports at all. Right. Or go to so, school with white people. Yes. So yeah. it's like, I, I, you know, and I growing up, my dad always used to say he was a good baseball player. He goes and that he he felt like he was good. Like the coach was like, oh, dude, you're really, mm-hmm. really. But there was never the opportunity for him to progress forward. <sighs> and it was, you know, so he his love was always baseball. Ugh. But he felt like because of racism. Yeah. That kept him. When now, like all you see is Latinos in the major league baseball right. league, like right. Puerto Ricans, Cubans, Dominicans, like right. that is who makes it the majority of the league because they're right. fucking good. Right. Right. Yeah. But like, back then, back then, no nope. white. Sorry, sir. Yep. All white. Ugh. So anyway, so that's what I'm. You know. Okay. Please, people, put keep it, that in mind. Change it to what you're the yep. minority of. Yep. So the Arizona um, legislation allows only biological women or girls to play on female teams and requires a doctor's note to prove a person is female if their birth sex is disputed. So she looking like a man. Hmm. Didn't we talk about the Italian case where the Supreme Court, their Supreme Court said, hey, Oh, she's she, not attractive. She, she yeah. looks like a dude. Yeah, she looks like a guy. She yeah. can have been raped. Yeah. yeah. So now, yeah. if you you look, look like, like a dude, dude, you can't be. You we need to see your papers. Right. We need to have yeah. your. We doctor need to see your documentation. Do some kind of exam to prove that you are what you are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or what you say you are. Yeah. Traumatize you. Yeah. So that you can show right. us that yes, yeah. in fact, you were born female. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So, and mind you, this is the bill. So. Uh, requires a doctor's note to prove a person is female if their birth sex is disputed. It allows lawsuits by students who believe they've missed opportunities because a transgendered person is on a school team. Come on. <laughs> the measure is intended to prevent female athletes from being forced to compete against biological males. Bartow said in a statement, it would apply to K-12 schools community colleges, and state universities, but only to female teams. So basically, the flip version of that would be female to male wanting to go play a on a, a male sport. team. They so would be allowed. Want, would like to go out for the lacrosse team. Or basketball. Or the basketball team, or yeah. the bowling team, or the or, golfing team. Or the track But because team. they are transgender, female to male, that is absolutely okay. Yeah. Yeah. But a male to female, nope. No. That, that that's so much discrimination in this fucking law. Like she fucking said, kidding me? She said most people view the issue as one of basic fairness. And I think we did kind of talk about this. We did talk and, about it. Yeah. But we also talked about the fact that there are females with higher levels of testosterone than some other n- biologically born females right like you can be a biologically born female and have a higher test for a higher level of testosterone than what is typical in in most females right right but it doesn't mean that you're not female no uh well i guess well there was that one athlete that had to take 
blockers because her test her test yeah she was disqualified was higher than the right. other women and so they said fine you're gonna have to do something to lower your testosterone to continue to compete as a female even right. though she's biological female even though we talked about michael phelps and his right words exactly yeah nobody's unusual. saying his genetic makeup is right a cheating right yeah um when this is allowed it discourages female participant participation in athletics and Worse, it can result in women and girls being denied crucial educational and financial opportunities. Based on what? Bartos show me the study. <laughs> show me the fucking study that show that that show me the fucking study that transgender females are taking up space on teams and leaving other players out. Like, no, don't fuck off. Fuck Republicans off. Republicans make up the majority in the state, House, and Senate. Similar legislation has been proposed in Alabama, Georgia, Indiana, Missouri, New Hampshire, Tennessee, and Washington State. Come on! According to the American Civil Liberties Union, the measures are part of a national campaign backed by the Scottsdale-based <laughs> Alliance Defending Freedom. How do you... Who's freedom? Who's freedom are you defending, asshole? A conservative religious freedom group. I, oh, I, I don't know what that... Fuck. That just seems kind religious, of religious. Here, see, here we go under his eye. Religious <laughs> freedom. Ooh, religious you're freedom. you're threatening my belief in the the conservative religion by having these people on our team. And I'm and like, what? My how? religious freedoms are at jeopardy. And how how does girls playing sports have anything to do with religious? It doesn't. Anything? It doesn't. You know. It makes it's no because sense. their fucked up belief system says yeah. that they don't believe that it's real. Um, Bartow said she is working with ADF and the Center for Arizona Policy, a powerful group at the state capitol that lobbies for religious freedom and anti-abortion legislation to push the proposal. Of course, anti-abortion on top of everything. Several women's rights and sports organizers are <sighs> pushing back, saying in a letter distributed by the American Civil Liberties Union, that barring transgender people from sports teams aligning with their gender identity often means they are excluded from participating altogether. The Alliance Defending Freedom has filed a federal discrimination complaint on behalf of Connecticut girls who competed in track and field. The girls say the state's inclusive policy on transgender athletes has cost them top finishes and possi possibly college scholarships forcing female athletes to compete against biological males isn't fair and destroys their athletic opportunities. No, I don't fucking believe it. Uh, I don't, I mean, have we seen anything? And I've because seen anything typically, taking medication. Typical, yeah. Typical men who are transitioning to women are taking hormones, which actually then lowers their testosterone, which makes them, Physically less strong because testosterone, you know, that is the muscle contributes yeah. to, you know, yeah. muscle Your building muscle and all that stuff. Yeah. So <sighs> see, this is this is where we get when we no longer base shit on science. Because there's no not been one study, scientific study done. All is they're citing is one or two cases where these athletes are saying, Well, because the transgender female was allowed to compete and she beat me, well, that's because she's biologically male and not because she's just a better athlete like you know what I, like right. well and i'm trying to they're using out. like one they're cherry picking a case here and there no show me the scientific proof mm -hmm. show me the data 
that there is there is an issue here. And even if then, I don't know if I would still say, okay, fine. But you're not basing your fucking shit on science and data and research. (laughs) You know, my thing would would be if the person based on bigotry. Right. (laughs) If the person is living as their identity that they right their gender identity right. they ha- they uh, subscribe to that to me is like legitimate like you know they're doing everything possible <clears throat> to live in that yeah. way they're including- taking hormones they're taking hormone blockers if they're younger right. like yes now i could see if there were like like if the concern was more about well where would they change would they be comfortable you know looking at those kinds of things that you're like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. But you're really just talking about excluding them yeah. simply because you're afraid that they might win. Well, and I also think though it's weird that we force children to change in a locker room together and get naked. Like there are some people that aren't comfortable with changing even with the same gender. Yeah. Like, I mean, I I mean I got used to it after years of locker rooms because yeah. of playing sports and like, you know, at some point you just get used to it. Yeah. But even I saw women who would go into the stall to change because I, they were just changer. uncomfortable I'm a being changer. naked in front of other people. And I'm a, let me close my shower curtain yeah. person. Yeah. If the, if the showers didn't have curtains, you didn't I ain't take taking a shower. Yeah. So I think it's weird that we force people to go into those situations. Like, yeah. I think it's weird that we force young athletes to have to do that. Right. Yeah. Like, so if it's an issue of comfortability of changing and being in front of, what about people who just aren't, I mean, why do we do that to people? Right. Why do we do that to people that like, there's this weird thing where we're just like, we're going to throw children into athletics and say, okay, now you have to go get undressed in front of people. Right. And my thing is, so it's not it's so for a female to go into a man a male sport, they're like okay with it because at some point they don't think that they so they're basically be able to rob saying they're them. weaker, right? Because yeah. they're not going to rob them of any opportunity. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, How there are know? sports, you know, there are sports like football. Quarterbacks, mm-hmm. females can ha- develop Absolutely. good, yeah, kickers. Range. Right. There's already been kickers that have given been given scholarships to. Uh, to college so where were so the where was the that? yeah where was the male kicker saying oh yeah she'd beat me because she's a and stronger mostly, woman right like, and mostly the outcry back then was well what if she gets hurt yeah exactly like, she's yeah. so delicate right she's gonna get right. hurt yeah and you know uh, and it's you know to me it's just like it just you you people ain't making any sense no it's all based like, on fucking ignorance and bigotry right Basically, that's like, oh, I just don't want to see a dude with a beard and a mustache with big old great muscles, you know, coming. Which out is in not what's going to happen, right? Like that's the thing. Is that that ultimately that's not what you're going to see. You're not going to see a big burly man or trying to go out for the women's swimming team. A Jawa- what's that one? <laughs> Jawana or whatever Jawana that was. Yeah. What was no, yeah. Uh, the- from the Wayans brother. Right. Yeah. You know, like that's not what you're going to see. Right. You're going to typically see someone who's trying their best to pass right. as female. And that mind and you is a male disguising to be a female. Yeah. That, this that's, is not, this yeah. is not what And that's what they're about. saying is right. like, Oh no, well men will men just start pretending. They're, no, they're not. That's disqualification. No, they're not. Then. There's no proof of that. 
And that's disqualification. You're, you you're, Again, that's not that. based in science. That's not based in any kind of research. Yeah. No, I'm talking about if, uh, let's say, say a dude really does decide, like, oh, so, okay, fine. Gonna I'm going to be, I'm going to say I'm a yeah. woman so I can yeah. beat all these other women but in, you ain't take, in sport. That's when you're like, I need to see your medical records to see, are you taking hormones? Yeah. You know, what is right, your like Maybe that should be the rule more of like, okay, yeah. if, if you are going to, if you identify as a female, we have to see that you're engaging in some sort of transition, whether it's like right. you're on blockers right. or you're on hormones. Right. You don't have to and have like reassignment or whatever, but like, you know, you're going to show that you're making efforts yeah. to transition to female yeah. or vice versa. If you're yeah. going to transition to male, you yeah. know, like maybe that's it. I don't even know if we should go. I mean, I just feel like it's not based in reality where a, Burly man is just going to be like, I'm going to be a woman because I want to beat everybody. Right. Because I, I want to be on the shot put team and win. It's not. Or I want to get a scholarship. Right. It's not. It's not <laughs> happening, people. It's this is ignorance yeah. and bigotry and hate. Using it. Yeah. Not unless they're like, you know, trying to be prevented. I mean, no. I'm like, what there, are you it's to all, prevent? You know, it's all, it's not. It's all fucking hate and ignorance. And uh, I don't believe in this. And, you know. And it's sports. gender is it's it's all just based on hate. Why? I don't even. I mean, I can't. You, we, I can't. I can't. The the Aunt Becky situation. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. But I don't see you all going after that and exactly. saying no. You know these that's wealthy why. families exactly. stealing opportunities right. from impoverished right. you. No, who have because it's grades. not about that. Right. It's about hate and bigotry. Right. Of I don't like this and I don't understand it. Therefore, it's not going to be allowed. Right. Right. It's uh, fucking under his eye. Yes. The measure doesn't apply to males, Barto said, because they are bi biologically different from females in terms of bone density, lung capacity, strength, and other respects Shut up. are not disadvantaged by females in boys' sports. She had no Arizona examples of girls or young women impacted, but pointed to ha, issues there it in etiquette and the ADF lawsuit. There it is. We are no making, evidence. Yeah, we are. But making we're going to do it anyway. Laws just to make laws. And what about? Okay, so they're saying, oh, it's because women are genetically inferior to men and yeah. couldn't beat men. What about those girls that have participated on the boys' teams because there wasn't like wrestling, right? Yeah. Often went with there will be a girl. You'll hear from a girl who's participated in boys' wrestling because there's not a girls' wrestling team, right? And they win. They're winning. Uh, I thought we were genetically inferior, inferior to men and couldn't win, so therefore we don't have to worry about it. Right. And we're not even talking about transgender. No. We're just talking about. Right. I want to wrestle, but right. there's not a girls' wrestling team. Right. And, and they go out and look back. Sports require physical. Right. You could golf. Be, yeah. Golf could be something you know. Um, Disc golf. Uh, fishing is a sport. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, chess, technically chess. Yeah, I was just to say the chess yeah. team is considered a sport sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the curling. It's all. It's all hate. <laughs> right. It's all based on hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't I, I, with this yeah. shit. I can't. And then, uh, so you also think of okay. So what about gymnastics? Okay, we'll we'll say gymnastics again. If somebody wants to disguise, be a man, mm -hmm. and is has no intention mm -hmm. of saying, "Hey, I'm," but I'm. 
for the purposes of being participating in right. the sport, I am transgender. Mm-hmm. That again is you're lying and you're disguising. It's right. a disguise that you are female. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you being true trans right. person. And even in gymnastics, if you think about the difference of events within gymnastics, right? Yeah. Like for example, the floor routine. Traditionally in a, in female gymnastics requires a different finesse than the yeah. male floor They're routine. They're more ballet. Yeah, it's more, more dance. So more grace in that you could say, well, men can't do that. You know, men don't have the grace of a, you know, You're like right. you could easily say that. Yeah. Even though there's no proof in it. Right. Yeah. It's all based on hate. Yeah. Ugh. <sighs> well, anyway, this is a leftovers I, episode yeah, and I, we're going to need to take a break after that story I and come you. back and restart the clock. I did say. <laughs> we didn't say it was going to be a short leftovers episode. <laughs> we just said it was, was going to be a leftovers episode. <laughs> you said quick. I, I retract that statement. All right. We'll be uh, right back. All right. We back to what are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? Leftover episode. Um, I'm going to go into a story. So a couple weeks ago, was it now? What? Not last episode, but episode before that episode 43, where we did uh, one of the uh, stories from the New York times, modern love column. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about, Hey, maybe we should bring more of these. Like, cause there's a whole yeah. bunch of them. Yeah. You that, had uh, yeah. mentioned this other article. So I had cheating, scrolled down like and, uh, found another one. And so we talked about it and like, yeah, maybe we should review a lot of these articles because you know, modern love, people love differently. People do relationships differently. Mm-hmm. So we decided to go ahead and do this one. So this, uh, story comes from. Again, the New York Times segment, uh, Modern Love. Um, this was actually published back in 2012. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is almost eight, this is eight years ago. So, um, so the title is, You May Call It Cheating, But We Don't. And so, like the other one, because these tend to be a personal story, I'm going to read the entire story. Usually we, we skip through if it's like, you know, like a news type story. Yeah. Um, so this will be a bit of more of a narrative like last time, and then we'll talk about it. All right. Here you go. Uh, this, um, this uh, again, um, New York Times by this story came in by Ada Calhoun. Uh, my husband and I have been together for 12 years. We talk throughout the day. We like each other at. A lot of, uh, we like each other a lot in addition to being in love. We plan to be together for the rest of our lives. I feel profoundly lucky. Yet one night this summer when my husband was out of town, a male friend stopped by for a drink. After our second drink, I kissed him. He started to kiss me back and then stopped. We shouldn't do this, he said. I should leave. After a few ambivalent minutes, he made his way to the door. He knows and likes my husband and was afraid he said that if things went any further he wouldn't be able to look him in the eye the strange thing though is that my husband would not have objected i'm embarrassed to say because it evokes the specter of the 70s key parties where people (laughs) espoused free love groped strangers in hot tubs and lectured others about how monogamy isn't quote natural as if it means anything living indoors isn't natural but we aspire to do that too my husband and I are and I are monogamous. There has been there just there has just always been a small asterisk where I'm concerned. Under certain circumstances, he is not disappointed if I don't follow the letter of the law. Maybe it would be a different it would be different if I had 
taken advantage of this freedom by going further than kissing a couple of other people in the past in the past decade, or if I had ever lied to anyone, or if I tended to develop overwhelming feelings for other men. That did happen once before we were married. My crush on a coworker ended up being miserable for all of us. But as a rule, being honest about this has made us feel more of a team and even improved our sex life. It may seem eccentric that my husband has translated the common fear of being cheated on into enthusiasm for the idea, but he's not alone. Typed cuckold, that's spelled C-U-C-K-A-O-L-D, into a pornography search engine, and you'll be greeted with countless scenes in which people play out that exact fantasy. In an anthology edited by Susie Bright, who blogs about sex, one woman said, It surprises me to no end that the sexual fetish of cuckoldry, cuckoldry, once thought of as a disability. What is that? um, Where you are okay with watching your partner be with another person or kiss another person or be intimate with another person. Um. Once thought of as a disability, disability could be shared by so many people. The cuckolding fetish has an element of surprise along with the bittersweet emotional masochism. Another key to the fetish from the perspective of the cuckold is that that of eroticizing as a defense mechanism. I've always associated adventure with sex. I had had sex with more than twice as many people as my husband before we met and became immediately exclusive. When we were young, by New York standards, 24 and 25, I slept my way around Europe (laughs) as a teenager and sometimes wistfully for the ability to leave situations the second they became complicated. To me, countries and boyfriends were similar. You visited and enjoyed the view until you didn't anymore and then left. A friend once called me a manonizer. Manizer, a manizer. So instead of womanizer, manizer. Yeah. Uh, because this, because of this, my husband has at times fretted that I might leave him. What should he do with that anxiety? Maybe eroticizing it isn't the worst strategy, especially if he gets us talking about if it gets us talking about what turns us on and keeps us in the loop with about each other's lives. Surely it's better than more mainstream reactions to jealousy, becoming paranoid or controlling. Meanwhile, what should I do with my attraction to other men, especially to this one handsome friend? I knew that the technically paper route, proper route, I should have pushed him out of my life. And as soon as I realized I was drawn to him, I shouldn't have emailed him so much. I certainly shouldn't have made plans to see him alone at night. And yet being married to someone who likes that, who likes that you want other people. Oh, so cuckolding is when you likes that you like other people and they want you to muddles the question of whether to have a late night drink. If the goal of avoiding extramarital temptation is to protect your marriage, but you have been led to believe that occasionally giving into temptation could be okay for your marriage, possibly even good for the home fires. What should you do? Maybe every so often when someone comes along who's especially appealing and who seems to understand your situation and respect it and whom your husband or whatever, for whatever reason does not feel threatened by you, you kiss him. Then the next day you feel alternately thrilled and ashamed. And when your friend doesn't immediately respond to an are you okay text, your shame tips into despair. 
Years ago, my husband told me he had fallen in love with someone else. He was deeply confused and scared by it. I didn't even know who she he was talking about. That's how much of a secret he had kept it, his growing feelings. When he told me who it was, a coworker, I felt as if I had been shot. I broke things. I threw him out. He ended the affair. Then, Since then, I'd forgiven him, and we've worked hard to figure out why it happened and what that meant. The main thing that helped me get over the affair was realizing that attraction to other people isn't necessarily a sign your marriage is bankrupt. In the course of being together forever, especially if you're out in the world meeting new people, it happens. One of the challenges in marriage, in addition to deciding whose job it is to do the dishes and how to balance the budget, is to figure out how to deal with lust or love for other people. Once when I worked at a tabloid newspaper, the editor stood up in the newsroom and shouted, Stop the presses! Sometimes people have sex, and sometimes they even have sex with people they're not married to. Snarkiness aside, he had a point. If cheating is so common, research puts it at 40 to 76% of marriages. Damn. Um, why are we so surprised and scandalized by it? Why do we talk why don't we talk more realistic about it? About how to avoid it, or even experiment with the idea that maybe there could be some way for it to be safe. Ooh. Some married friends of mine have a no-tell policy. They are ostensibly monogamous, but have an, if you cheese, if you cheat, cheat, please don't tell me rule. Some of these friends have had affairs. They plan on taking to their graves. Other couples I know have had flings and then confessed without imploding their marriages. Among these those that did split, it was typically because they had lost touch with each other and the affairs were a result. Infidelity doesn't kill a relationship, a therapist told me. Indifference does. Of course, infidelity can lead to indifference because it distracts you from your partner. That's why green light or no extramarital flirting can be stupid, unpredictable, and cruel. That was the argument made by two of my closest friends. One said, I should think more about the feelings of the other man. He's risking more than you in a weird way because he's opening up more, he said. When people are married, the other argued, and then the and then they zoom in and out of people's lives while staying married, they end up hurting others. I think it help it happens every day, these infidelities, but there's a cost. A lot of people, including me, would pass on the hot encounter to avoid getting hurt. People are not as rational as all that, and that's why we end up having these encounters and also why we get hurt, but I think it's part of it, part of the appeal and the danger. But maybe salvation is possible after the lapses in judgment. The, um, the only other person I've kissed in the course of my marriage in the messy wake of my husband's affair is still around. In fact, he's, above, he's the above-mentioned friend who said he's risking more than you. Our friendship was weird for a month or so, then it recovered. When I took old, when I look at old diaries, I see a pattern going back to sixth grade. Attraction becomes like the flu. Then eventually the fever breaks. I try to remember the inevitable disillusion when in when in the thrall of desire, but it's hard. Like when you're sick, believing that you'll you will be well again, or in the depths of slushy February, remembering the blazing sun of August. The night of the illicit kiss with my friend, it got late fast. Before I knew it. He and I had drinks and snacks and covered a million topics, including the most obvious one, our mutual attraction, which led to the kiss. But I don't want to go around kissing women who aren't available, he said. 
before leaving. And in that moment, I thought, but I'm available, not for marriage, not to be your girlfriend, but for something else. Whether being available was right or wrong or fair, I don't know. But on that night, I was. So what do you think? Um, I was kind of, you know, I was trying to figure out what exactly, because it didn't say me and my husband talked. It did say what they talked about stuff when he had the affair, Mm -hmm. but it didn't say that they agreed on anything. Mm -hmm. Did you read that? I mean, did you get that? So it's almost like you're, I mean, what was the title of the article? Um, You may call it cheating, but we don't. But I don't. I'm, but who's we? I guess the her and her husband. Because I I'm not quite sure whether because he felt or was guilty. It her, her and her friend don't think it was cheating because they stopped it before anything went anywhere. They acknowledged it was wrong. Yeah, I wouldn't be telling nobody if that. Ha- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that if the, no that that to tell for it and my thing would be if you all come to this conclude. But then the girl I don't know the girl's saying like hey if. If you still want to, I, I mean, her ultimate thing is like, I'm yeah, available. I'm not available for marriage or to be your girlfriend, but you want to make out? Here I am. Let's yeah. make out. And I think he had the point to say, but I, I have a lot more to lose because that's my friend. Like it's for yeah. you, it might be the fling. For me, it, I, I might end up losing my good friend. Both two friends. Like she's their friend, and he's their friend, and they're all friends, and. I lose the friendships because you want to make out. It doesn't sound like it's an open marriage where the husband is in agreement to, hey, we can see other people. Just don't tell me. I mean, she kind of alluded to that. Like she what what did she say that he is not disappointed if I don't follow the letter of the law? What does that mean? Under circumstances, he does. He's not disappointed if I don't follow the letter of the law. So he won't be disappointed. Yeah. I don't know. And then, but then she goes back to, you know, the whole confused. Like the affair that he had crushed her. Yes. But yet he's okay with her. It never really explicitly said, like in the other article we did, that's like, they were explicitly in an open relationship. Right. And we talked about it. Right. We did everything possible to be as open and communicative about it but mm-hmm. this one just seems very ambiguous yeah i mean i totally agree with the talking about it like because it's real it's like you you're going you to be attracted to other people. people so and you talk about what do we do with these feelings yeah like is it okay is it not okay right and just kind of respecting the other person's like if they say i understand that and the sun's gonna come up in august you're just going through january <laughs> right right you know Put a jacket or on. What happens if I am attracted to somebody else and I want to, like this lady, let's take this lady, for example. She, it doesn't sound like she wants to be in a, in a relationship no. with anybody. She just wants the act. It sounds like she just wants to make out, maybe. Yeah. Maybe not even have sex with anybody. Right. Maybe she just wants to make out with somebody yeah. else. Because it feels good. Yeah. And she's attracted to the yeah. person, right? Yeah. So, is that an option? Do you make that an option? Do you talk about it? Like, yeah. The relationship modern love man like are complicated um what i have always like i in my head i've always been like fantasy is fa- just that fantasy 
it's not reality. And we can make up something great and wonderful Mm -hmm. in our head that then we can portray in actual reality without really, it's great in concept, but in execution, it doesn't come out that way. And so, you know, for me, and I was talking to a coworker about this, was you got to remember that that person that you are fantasizing about, they're going to fart. They fart. (laughs) You know, it's not, the you know, they're messy. They got, you know, (laughs) boogers coming out. You know, there's going to be that point where you're just like, what? I thought, like anybody, like including The Rock, like is the sexy, beautiful pictures on my top five. Yeah. I could meet him one day and he has freaking green on his you know, tooth from a salad, and he's talking that. So be hot. (laughs) I'd be like, or what about a booger in his nose that he's unaware of? Like, I mean, the reality is, (laughs) for me, the reality is, I understand fantasy is a lot more. uh, When I think there's the question, too, of like, if you start to find somebody else attractive other than your partner. Yeah. Is there some need for some self-reflection around like, you know, if you start going into fantasy mode, oh, I wonder what would yeah. happen. And like, ooh, in a dark room, ah, you know, yeah. what, what would happen if I were caught in a dark room, right. you know, like, right. and then you go into this fantasy mode and, oh, well, maybe I would do this with them. Da, 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 da. Is that because you feel like it's lacking in your relationship? Like you're not having that sense anymore. So maybe then that's why it is important to talk to your partner about like, hey, you know, I've been having these thoughts about other right. people and that's because I don't feel that in our relationship. And how right. do we get that back? You know, right. or it is just natural to find other people attractive, yeah, but not act on those attractions. Right. Even fantasize. You can right. go far so far as fantasizing right. like, oh, yeah, you know, I have right. thoughts of like what it would be like. But right. but you understand that's a fantasy. Right. Like, like just when like, you start to begin to act on right. it and act like that's going to happen. Right. Going to become your reality. Yeah. That's where it. You know, like you make this treading. whole story up in your head about how you get together with this person. To do, do, and we're do. gonna have, we're gonna combine our families together. Yeah, and it's gonna, and maybe be, you do, woo, woo, but then you gotta actually talk about the reality of it, right? Like you like, think about that one guy that murdered his wife that was pregnant and his two kids, the little girls, and tosses them in his own like that oil pit. Where oh, was, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So he could be with that. So girl. he could be with the girl, mm-hmm. and he had the picture of her, yeah. the fantasy picture of her, because yeah. And he would be looking at that picture because she, you know, and I think she wasn't pregnant, was she? She wanted to be pregnant by him. Yeah. His fantasy. Yeah. Thinking that that's really going to be reality. Mm -hmm. And how do you get to that reality? I got to now kill this family, get rid of the loose strings, so to speak, in order to have that. Instead of somehow figuring out. And but then again, like they said, not everybody has the capacity to think like that, like for for him, it was he had to do something insidious, right? Instead of saying that's not going to take care of my problem, because the reality is, or just I'm saying, look at me first, or just going and saying I, I don't want to do this marriage anymore, right? Because I've found this woman, but that's that I that I'm now. that I'm attracted to, and even though it may have been a be a stupid move to just right. jump from one to the next. Like he's trying to avoid the yeah. complication. And this isn't to say that people are going to no, end up no, killing their no, partners, no. but that's it an extreme say, point of view. It is to say people reacting on their fantasies and thinking there's quick solutions fastly instead of being able to communicate. Right. And like say, if you're in a relationship that is at that point in time monogamous and you yeah. find yourself attracted to somebody else. 
And you don't necessarily even have to I have a stressful this, relationship if you, you know. I think this is just a thing of like, talk about it. Yeah. But, I mean, the, like the, I think the, the point of her story is that If you talk The Rock about it. was my coworker, mm-hmm. uh, my, my <laughs> relationship could be great. <laughs> but you better believe I'll be like, hey, I brought you some coffee. Every time you see him, you hey, know? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. any opportunity to get to talk to him right. or, you know, and create your own fantasy of whatever it's like. But at the end of the day, he's sitting there, diarrhea coming out. His <laughs> I don't, why do you always go to that? <laughs> because that's what I'm is that is, is that your detractor? Anytime you try to have a fantasy, you're like, oh, that guy poops. <laughs> right. And guess what? Who's going to wash them chonies? Me. I'm going to be the same. That <laughs> that's your that's your stopping that's point st- in your brain. It's like, oh, he poops. He's right. got boogers. I can't that, think about that anymore. That to me then stops the whole <laughs> Sylvia reality is he's going to shit all over your bed. He's going to all over your... And you're already you know, dealing with somebody like, that does. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it, it don't make any sense. I'm jumping from one to another. But I could see the point of just saying we are human. We mm-hmm. are going to... That's just natural. You're going to find other people attractive, yes. potentially, in, yes. in, in and, your life. And talking about it and what And what do? does that mean? Yeah. And what does it mean? What? Yeah. Does it, it mean does, you want to be with a person? Does it mean you want to have an open relationship? Or does could it just mean, mean I'm just attracted to them? Right. It could just be like, wow, I find people right. attracted. And, but if your partner says, I get it, but mm, I'm not into, I, you know. I, and I, then you got to have a, the next piece of discussion of like, okay, well, is this relationship. Is this a breakup moment yeah, for us? exactly. You know? Modern love. Yeah. Modern complications. Modern love. You know? Modern complications. I don't know. Is it cheating if, if I mean, yeah. So if you take just the, the title of this article, mm-hmm. is it cheating if you just kiss someone, but you stop because you're like, like these people did, right? They mm-hmm. started kissing. He obviously, more than her, was like, urge breaks. We can't do this. I need to leave. Is that cheating? Pulling a Justin Timberlake. I don't know. Is that what Justin Timberlake oh, did? Yeah. Oh. And, but he was caught. Okay. Yeah, he was caught. So he got, and he got caught plastic- kissing someone else. And was holding hands, canoodling under the table. Okay. You know, and it yeah. was caught. Is it that cheating? Posted out there. Is that cheating? Um, That would be up to like his, like his wife and what their relationship is like for me for if yeah i if i was in if you were the wife of position, justin timberlake and you found out I'd that he like, was yeah, canoodling that, that someone is, else that to me is you'd cheating. be like you cheated on me yeah because to me cheating is is it you, a is it worthy of breakup um i don't know i mean if he's like not being honest yeah um not taking accountability but you know, what Justin did is he did take accountability, wasn't making light of the situation, mm-hmm. although he tried to say it was, you know, blame it on the alcohol, but mm-hmm. whatever. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would consider it cheating because, one, we didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. We we had no conversations mm-hmm. of what to do mm-hmm. in a situation right. like that. Yeah. So, no, it, yeah, to me, it's cheating. If, yeah. If you like, if he had found himself wanting to do these things, and he's like, like this person right. says, and you guys have conversations, and you're like, okay, well, yeah. you know, this is as far as you can go with somebody, yeah. and I'm not going to consider that. So cheating. it's basically like the concept of open relationship 
And there are various forms of open relationship. An open relationship could just be like, yeah, I don't care if you, you know, canoodle with someone and, you know, maybe give a kiss now and then, but just don't fuck them. You know, that could could be be an open relationship. That could be what you all agree to. It could be an open relationship where you sleep with other people. Yeah, It could be an open relationship where you sleep with other people, you don't, but you don't want to know when the person sleeps with other people. Just be safe. Right. Like, so it's cheating if the person doesn't know for you. Like it's, it's considered cheating. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so too. I think if the person that you're with doesn't know about it, at all, mm-hmm. right? You can have like what this article describes of there's couples where they say, do it, but I just don't want to know about it. Right. And that's it. Like you don't ever talk about it again. Right. That's not cheating. Right. That's not cheating me. because you've been given the hall pass. Right. And like, I can use this hall pass anytime I want. You just never want to know about the yeah. hall pass. Right. Yeah. I don't know how that would work because I'd be like, hey, you're supposed to be home. Where are you at? You know, that I don't know. I know that would be tough. Yeah. Because, would, you know, work. Yeah, like I thought we had plans tonight and you're not home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and then you, but it also requires, see, and that's what I liked about the other article. These people were probably talking about, well, what happens if you start to have feelings for mm-hmm. the person? Right. Like, where are we? Because what I like about this is the dude's insecurity of, what happens if you leave me? Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you get so close that then you leave me, there's, you know, right. Those are convers. Those are real conversations, mm-hmm. you know, to have. And, and it could happen though, even in other ones, right? Like even in the last article with the open marriage yeah, is yes, they're open and they see other people and you may end up with someone who you really just like, Oh, wanna be. you know what? I want to just be monogamous with this person now. And I don't really want to be in the marriage anymore. Like right. that could happen too. That could. But you know? the chances are they would be discussing. Right. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the chances are you're working, you know. And I'm always curious, too, like people who are in open relationships then um, get into another relationship and then ultimately break up and then end up in a monogamous relationship with the other person. You know what I'm saying? So like right. open relationship, this person goes here and is seeing this person at the same time they're with their partner. Yeah. But then their partner and then break up and the person that they were seeing on the side, yeah. for lack of better terms, um, they, that, that couple then ends up in a monogamous, monogamous, monogamous relationship. Oh. And I think that's what people don't realize yeah. that you can go from both one to right. the other. From an you open can go from to... an open to a exclusive monogamous relationship yeah. if that's what you want. Like, I don't think, there's not a fixed thing right. when it comes to relationships. Right. I think it depends on the couple and depends on what's happening. Uh, and for me, it's like it's about communication. Yeah. That, that's that's the line of cheating for yeah. me. It's like if you're having communications and you got to respect what I'm asking. Like part of the, when I was talking about the uh, plural couple, mm-hmm. what I appreciated the most was it's got to be a go on all parts. Right. You know, it's, that's about the respect. And I think that's where you are closer. Like, I think that's where you develop more intimate on a different level. Like you were talking about, there's different levels, Yeah, but that's where you guys are like, okay, there's a lot of trust here and I'm not going to harm you in any way because that's what love really is. It's like, I'm not, I'm going to do everything not to harm you. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah. If you truly love somebody, you're mm-hmm. going to do everything under your power to not to harm. Exactly. And to be giving. Right. Be transparent. Right. Be open. And cheating to me is about taking. 
yeah. about getting because getting I, satisfying I, your own needs without right. any so this flirt without I, any I, I just kind of want to flirt yeah. with him and that's yeah. about you more than it is about you being open with your right unless you're saying like this helps me be a better partner right. and I like doing this and if you're okay with it I'm gonna continue right. doing it it's the doing it without talking about it that's like you're only worried about your needs getting right. met. And in a relationship, I don't think that's healthy right. in any kind of form, right? Right. Whether it's with the, someone else or your emotional needs. Right. Like, I only want you to, my emotional needs right. in this relationship to be met. And I don't give a shit about how you right. feel. And there's nothing wrong with being in a monogamous relationship either. Like, even if somebody is saying, hey, this is what I like. This is what I want to do. Okay. Well, that's not me. Yeah. Like, and, I prefer monogamy. Right. And, and I think we're going to have to And if it's a deal break breaker. Yeah. And, and then you say, no, okay, I'll be... I'm okay with being in a monogamous right. relationship. That means you are sticking to that right. because exactly you are saying, yeah. you know, like you'll give monogamy a shot, but then if it doesn't work out, you may have to, you find may have a to relationship say, where it, I find, tried yeah. it. It's really not monogamy working for, not me. for me. <laughs> and, you know, I think the point of it is that you net that, that relationships are on a spectrum yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Depending on the situation with whoever and nothing's wrong. Nothing's right. Right. Communicate with your person so that they have the option to decide where their life is going to go. Yeah. Because when you snatch that and you bring home some type of disease and you give it to your partner, <laughs> you have, or no you options. just do it without their knowledge. And then it's like, you know, I mean, yeah. that causes undue strain in the relationship that maybe you can get right. through and work through. <laughs> But I, I would have a hard time if I contracted a STD that I. Oh yeah, no, of. yeah. I mean, because you I'm just thinking like this relationship of kissing, right? Yeah. Like if you if she did it behind and right. like didn't tell. I mean that, and then found out later that can cause stress in the relationship. Yeah. That then you have to work through that. Yeah, wouldn't have been caused otherwise. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's take a little break, and we'll be back to our next story. <laughs> All right, we're back to what are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? Leftovers episode story number two. Yeah, I mean, I, I that last story is it was in know, depth. Those we are, took up, it took a long time. That took yeah. a whole segment. But I, I like those types of conversations because there's really no right or wrong answer. No. It depends on the relationship. Right. Depends on the people involved in the and, relationship. Yeah, and your comfortability. Like, I can't tell you how to have your relationship yeah. with your partner just as much as you couldn't tell me how to have my relationship with right. my partner. And what's and working just because for you? I choose to have a certain type of relationship with my partner doesn't mean everybody needs to know about that relationship with my partner. Or right? that you get to tell me whether it's yeah, right or wrong. Exactly. Like if I decide to share how my relationship is with my partner with you, it doesn't mean that you get to tell everybody in God and or, or you shouldn't say, really like, well, or that you get to what? judge it right. or you go and gossip about it. Like, right. I mean, I can't control that. Right? right. I mean, that's a part of like, if I decide to give you some information, I can't control what you're going to do with the information. I can only hope that you'll. I mean, but the reality you know, protect is, protected. If I say, "Hey, if I'm going to, I'm going to be vulnerable and right. tell you something about myself," right? And I'd, I'd appreciate if you just kept it between yeah. us because I value our relationship and I want right. you to know this about me, yeah. right? On a deeper level, yeah. And it's not either one. I mean, you got everybody gets to do their relationships right. however they want to do them. And if you, if I'm, well, I am hetero. And <laughs> if I'm yeah. 
you're it's not, what, what are you gonna gossip about me and my so if you're if you're not gonna gossip about my relationship as far as like can you believe she's in a monogamous relationship <laughs> right why would right. i need to be doing that to somebody else yeah if they like, weren't in a monogamous relationship right, right. that's not yeah. yeah like yeah no if it if what's other than because you're doing it to be gossiping exactly that would you're be doing it only, to be hurtful right yeah that would be the only reason why you would need exactly. to have to go and start telling everybody about and it's it. usually because you got right. an issue with it that you can't handle right and or and sometimes it could be that you're you can't wrap your brain around like these right these you don't understand you to, it you're yeah. like i don't get it and so i'm gonna you know can i guess you imagine? it would be a good maybe because i'm not in any of these types of relationships it, you know that i wonder like being able to ask like would if you like say at tell me what you're related is it are you okay with me asking questions about it because I, i'm like what do you mean i'm like i'm curious like um like say if we had the uh person that wrote this article right. like i would be are you okay with me asking questions yeah, like can i ask more hey did you I, guys yeah. talk about right. this does he yeah. know is this a secret right. i mean you know right because i'm trying to wrap yeah and not and not a, not out of a means to be gossipy but right. more out of like I, i'm trying to understand how does that work because right like you know like you've always said i don't i could never do it yeah and i'm curious like how how you how does it work yeah, yeah like how for you does that feel okay right. what because i i truly truly believe because i i do watch that sister wives <laughs> I, I, for me i watch it because i'm like uh you there you have to be emotionally uh well and you don't have to be because you know some mm -hmm. people get into those relations because that's all they know mm -hmm. but if it's a like a true Let's equal, say, say, not like not, your religion says you have to do this and you, were and you, you got and no blue, choice, blue, blue. Yeah. but like if I it, want to be in a relationship where I have a married multiple, to one man yeah. with many multiple wives, sister wives, yeah. right? That you read, I mean, that's a different type of strength because you're well, you're you sharing that person yeah, with two to three other people. You can't feed that jealousy. You can't feed that that's natural that pops up but don't doesn't, doesn't that come up sometimes in the show like yeah one of the women's feeling like well why does he why does she get so much yeah. of his time right and, or the perception you know, or that she gets this was supposed more. to be my day but he stayed with betty instead right. and how come and yeah yeah and you're and having to fight that yeah. you're having to fight that yeah and you have to look at that person and say we're all in this together but how you know it, it's <sighs> it's, it's it's, it's messy it's messy and to me it's like monogamy is a lot i don't have to think about that other person i don't not unless again you get to that cheaty part then it's something yeah, else i but, mean but i'm saying in monogamy you, cheating you, can happen and yeah. then you got to talk about that and yeah you know, I mean, it just do you do you try to figure it out and move past it or do you it break just, up just because they cheated i mean it just blows my mind it just blows my mind relationships are a interesting yeah. thing blows my mind all right what's your second story uh this comes from so the washington post had wrote up this uh, article but because the washington post wants me to pay for it you found it somewhere else yes i found it somewhere else so this is from ruby red america i don't even know what it is i'm hoping it ain't one of them uh ruby red 
one of them uh, white nationalists. Uh-huh. Now they're I'm on their list. But anyway, um, <laughs> came out right December fifteenth, two thousand nineteen. Um, Ten years, one hundred seventy nine arrests, no white defendants. DEA tactics face scrutiny in New York. Uh, Lopez's lawyers say his arrest was part of an alarming trend within the D the drug enforcement administration and other agencies that has, they contend produced racially biased results, not only in New York, but also in other major U S cities where federal law enforcement is working aggressively to reduce violent crime. In the last decade, none of the 179 defendants arrested in DEA reverse sting cases in the Southern District of New York were white, according to an accounting by the Federal Defenders of New York, a nonprofit legal group that represents Lopez. All but two were black and Latino, the data showed. The DEA officials vigorously defend the agency's use of reverse stings and its structured and its strict adherence to Justice Department guidelines prohibiting <laughs> racial profiling, saying these operations undermine major drug traffickers, reduce violence, and ultimately save lives, Lopez said, and his co-defendants were armed and dangerous and conspired to commit a serious crime, authorities say. That was the, you know, the short, uh, Mm -hmm. oh, it says read more. Let me push that. So, so far, what do you think? So they're saying that the overrepresentation of black and brown people in this reverse sting operation Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with racism. No, because they are following the strict guidelines of their department. The guidelines that were created by whom? Yes. Exactly. White people? Yeah. With implicit bias? Right. Yeah, of course they're going to say that because the rules and laws that are created are created by white people who have implicit bias or explicit bias. And just naturally it gets written into the rules of targeting and profiling and all of it of communities of color because of historical mm -hmm. racism and white supremacy within our systems. Now, of course they're going to say that. And I'm not here to say that no, Lopez was an upstanding right. citizen. Exactly. We're not saying uh, he's not guilty yeah. because he's a person of color. No, right. what we're saying is that they're disproportionately targeted. But you're focusing yeah. strictly over exactly. here. Yeah. When we got the 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 U.S. Coast Guard with the his t- little I was drugs, just thinking about that when you're reading the story. We got Dr. Pill DeMille. Exactly. We got, yep. you know, and only yep. one arrest here, yep. one arrest there. Yep. You ain't doing stings over here. Yep. And what do we know? We, we ain't got multimillionaire drug kingpins right. that are of color so right. I, and and we have to look at the disproportional sentencing yeah you know like pale mill deville the mill versus her co-defendant right who was a black male right who got substantially right. more time than her and if when saying, she was just as guilty right and if they're saying oh and you know because it's not they're not committing violent crimes and our thing is looking at violent crimes so somebody's not getting a shot but people are dying from overdoses at what rate because of <laughs> opioid and opioid right. pill mills fucking good get well fuck and i'm not here. i'm not seeing on the streets guns a blazing blue blue bloop and you know all this stuff just because you're carrying a gun doesn't mean that you're, mean you're killing people right it might be for your protection it might be to yeah. keep yourself safe but Ugh. you know i just i i'm like but that also it's like says 
that only brown people are committing right. these types of exactly. violent crimes. Yes. And that's not so. Exactly. It's it's feeding the bias. You have white gang affiliates or gang clubs that are white, neo-Nazis that yeah. are involved yep. in the same types of I mean, of look at the uh, motorcycle, uh, outlaw motorcycle gangs. They're primarily white and yeah. they're known... They were known for, have been known for years for the trafficking of methamphetamines and other human trafficking right. and all these other things. And they're just as violent. Right. I mean, and I was in one um, training where they were talking about, oh, the, you know, prison gangs did it. They presented on nothing but brown people, what? prison gangs. Nothing. They didn't talk about the European kindred at all, which is an Oregon-based no. white supremacy and gang. And they had all the tattoos of what? people of color. Was gangs. this in like 1992? When no. was this? This was in 2000. Like and I, the 2000s. In the 2000s, that this training was happening, and I was. Are like, you joking me? What? No. No. I'm. Not, Are you fucking kidding no, me? I am not kidding you. I'm. And my question was, so we don't have any white gangs in the system? Did you ask? Yeah. And what did they say? Oh, yes, we do, but they're not as predominant. That's so fucking true. And I'm like, okay, it might be because of overrepresentation, lady. Maybe, but I would even overrepresentation question that. would mean, yeah, you're... Uh, you know, the if your major population yeah. is of color, then yes, you are going to see higher numbers of gang members that yeah. are of color because of overrep. Right. But that doesn't mean that it these, doesn't exist and doesn't or that they're not in the and, community. Right. And that they're not bigger than, say, you know, oh, other communities God. of color. You've just corralled a lot more people in prison. So what you take off the street means it's less. And it's just more concentrated now here, which, you know, and it's just like, I, I'm, uh, yeah. Oh God, I wish I yeah. could have been in that training. I yeah. would have been all up in that bitch's yeah. fucking face about that shit. Yeah. All right. Well, um, my next story is somewhat drug related. Oh, um, interesting. This comes from not this new, now this news.com. This college is offering coasters that can detect date rape drugs. The coasters des test for gamma hydroxybutyrate, a.k.a. GHB, and ketamine, which are two of the most common date rape drugs. The University of New Mexico is offering free date rape drugs. Um, you know what? I really want to change that um, term to just rape drugs. Yeah. Because it's just you rape. And you don't have it's to be dating great. somebody yeah. to get exactly. roofied. You could go into a bar and somebody could roofie, roofie you, you and give you a rape drug. It's... And you may not ever know that person. And like, then them... here, right. I bought you this drink. And you pass out right. on the side of the sidewalk exactly. and, and then, then they're jumping all yeah. over you. So um, the University of New Mexico is offering free rape drug detecting coasters in the hope of preventing sexual student sexual assault. The coasters test for GHB and ketamine, which are two of the most common rape drugs. I'm editorializing this, by the way. I'm taking yeah, that out. Yeah. Um, to test them, users take a drop of their drink and rub it into two circles located on the coasters. If the circle turns blue, it means that the drink has been tampered with. Students can get f coasters for free according to the office's 
senior research scientist Randall Sterling, student fees pay for the coasters, which are shared with the campus groups like Greek organizations. That's interesting because that's probably one of the most use of, yeah, wow. frats. <laughs> uh, coasters are being were developed by Drink Safe Technologies and are only 85 cents each. They also disclaim on the back that the coaster, that the blue circle doesn't always guarantee either rape drug is specifically present. Whether the rape drug is, whether each rape drug is specifically present, but that there is something detected that should not be present. I like that. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. So it like, could be that. Don't poison. drink it. You right. get something. If it activates, probably you shouldn't drink yeah. that drink. Uh, though action against college sexual assaults has increased over the years, it is still a problem plaguing campuses over the, across the country. And a campus climate survey pertaining to nine public, private, and community colleges and universities, the DOJ said that as many as 51% of women claimed that they had been sexually assaulted by their senior year. Wow. However, most of these incidents weren't formally reported to authorities and were instead informally reported to friends and families. Did you say 56? 51%. Oh, 51%. Uh, due in part to the fact that so few perpetrators of sexual assaults are punished. Yeah. College age women 18 to 24 are up to four times more likely to be sexually assaulted. And it's not just women who are at risk. Male college age students are 78% more likely than non-students the same age to be victims of rape or sexual assault. Well, and we see that in hazing and stuff like that. Yeah. Sexual assault exactly. doesn't mean doesn't know. mean that like they're going out on a date. That's why I right. wanted to erase the date right. part of it. Like right. this could be simply like, you know, you want to be in this frat? Bend over. You're gonna take it up the ass with this with pole. This, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um or that they're passed out and they're getting exactly assaulted yep. in that yeah. in that format. Yeah. So I think this is great. I also think that this is not a substitution for teaching people not to rape. Right. Right. Like, let's just teach people we shouldn't rape people. Right. And that consent is right. needed in order to have some sort of yeah. interaction with a yeah. person. How about I, that? I think it's great because even um, you use it even if you're at a nightclub. Right. You, you go out. Yeah, you're not da- you're not necessarily dating anybody, but and you're just having you a good know, time. You but don't you know. just want to make sure your drink is safe. Exactly. You just you just never know, right? Because we don't live in a society where women own their bodies. No, yeah. So you know, and if can- this is in Mich- Michigan and they do it and you're married, they can legally rape you. <laughs> they can. So, ladies <laughs> in Michigan, buy the coaster. buy the coaster so you don't get make sure yeah. your man exactly. See, and, and what would you call that in a relationship? Oh, going back to the... Is that considered cheating? <laughs> That's considered rape. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have the right to do this because, yeah. Ugh. I Ugh. mean, legally, I can do this to you. Ugh. Just because it's legal, yeah. don't make it right. right. Oh, I get one more? Um. Yeah, gotta, what the hell? Let's just good. do it. Let's I got to feel oh, good. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That'll work. Uh, Maybe I'll man, find a feel-good one. Man who is Indiana's oldest state employee retiring at 102 years. 102 old. years old? Yes. Wow. This is Indianapolis. A 102-year-old man who is Indiana's oldest state employee is retiring after nearly six decades on the job, saying that your body tells you, when it's time to go. 
Bob oh, Vollmer. Honey. I know. Bob <laughs> Vollmer plans to report to work for the last time, February 6th. So he's still on the job as a surveyor for the Indiana Department of Natural Resources. The Southern Indiana man whose mother lived to be 108 joined the state agency in 1962. Wow. The World War II veteran still travels Indiana collecting technical field data and confirming boundary lines for DNR managed properties. But he said that his body finally is telling him it's time to retire. I guess your body tells you when it's time to go, Volmar told uh, WXIN TV. Doctors tell me that that's one reason I'm still going. I got good lungs. Volmer said he plans to spend his retirement devoting himself to reading and farming. He also plans to take trips to some of the South Pacific islands he was on during his wartime service with the U.S. Navy. Volmer enlisted in the Navy after Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor in 1941, according to state announcement in 2016, which the governor awarded him a Sagamore of the Wabash, one of Indiana's highest honors. After war, Volmer graduated Purdue University with a degree in biological and agricultural engineering in 1952, he then worked for Wabash Valley Association on reservoir and flood control projects. During his DNR career, tools of the surveying trade evolved from paper and pencil to high-tech gear such as handheld GPS. Vollmer said that he's spending time on ships or his time spending on ships provided inspiration for his later career. One of the officers got on a bridge with the sexton and a wristwatch. He said, adding, adding that the officer was charting their position. Of course, later, I just realized that's part of surveying. A hundred and two years old. Well, I'm just glad to hear that he just wanted to keep working. Yeah. Not that he had to keep working because he couldn't afford to retire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But hundred and how many? Two. Holy shit. Two. A hundred and two. That's crazy. Yeah. So that would be born in nineteen oh. What year were he been in nineteen oh uh, or eighteen ninety? Oh my god. I know. Jason. I know. Hold on. Did did it say? I don't remember when it said. Well, I'm trying to figure out what year he'd be born in. So it's but, 2000. You know, and the thing is that this man is working out of the wilderness or in the, you know, out in nature. So he does have to do a lot of walking. 1918. And, yeah. So he has to do a lot of walking. So he's probably like Jimmy Carter. So he's physically, very good, physically, yeah, like in good health. Mentally, wow. obviously, mentally, and obviously, because he can still know, do his job. But here he's just saying, mm, I'm probably slowing down. It's a probably bit. time to get to yeah. that. Trying to pack know, it in. I'm not walking as fast as yeah, I can. I don't need to. It's probably time to pack it in. Something that took me <laughs> a day's work is now taking I'm two. not walking well most days, and I'm only 47. That's what I'm saying. He's a cute little old man, too. Okay. Oh, dude. Yeah. Wow. He's out there All doing right. important work. Doing, doing, doing God's works. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I just okay. Well, um, nice. I'm gonna go with a feel-good one, and since you went with an older person, I will too. Oh. I actually posted this on my personal Facebook a few weeks ago, and um, I don't know where I saw it if it was on the news or something. 
Um, anywho, it doesn't matter where I saw it. So this comes from CBS News. Um, and this was back at the beginning of January. Friends released Senior Songbook album at Senior Songbook album at 102 and 88 years old. Age is just a number. Age is just a number to the latest songwriting sensation. Marvin Wiseborn, Wiseboard 88 writes the music, but he's practically a teeny bopper compared to his friend Alan Tripp, 102, who writes the lyrics. All my life, I tried to be a songwriter. I had to wait until I was 102 to be a success, Tripp said. Wiseboard said that he thought he was just writing a song for Alan's birthday and that that would have been the end of it, but that was just the beginning. Recently, they recorded an album of original songs called Senior Songbook. With help from some younger croners, crooners, they called it Music Like the 1940s, Words for the, two, the 2020s. We've been out of stock of the album. People want to make it a cabaret show, Tripp said. The songs are about love, lost love, and ups and downs of aging with lyrics like, I know I ought to kiss you, but baby, there's an issue. I just can't remember your name. But do you do, but do remember the names Tripp and Wiseboard who are showing that it's never too late to make your dreams come true? Oh. And uh, I think there's. I want to play a clip of their music of them singing. I mean, it's fucking adorable. <laughs> like literally, like it's yeah. fucking adorable. Um, so let me go to their Facebook page and find. Uh, you should be able to play something because I heard your uh, your pop ups. My pop up. Yeah, no, I'm trying to find just like a clip oh, okay. of the song where I could play a little bit of their them singing. Um, well, let's go to the news report. Um, all right, Hamish. she like hit her head on the concrete. Thankfully, oh, his no. family members are. <laughs> Why doing does okay. that keep coming up? I'm like, they hit their head. Are they okay? Will they be able to? All right. People want to make it into a cabaret show. The songs are about love and lost love. Wondering why you left me. I relive the past. And about the ups and downs of aging with a dose of humor. I know I ought to kiss you, but maybe there's an issue. I just can't remember your name. <laughs> but do remember these names, Trip and Weissboard, who say it's never too late to make your dreams come true. Oh, okay. CBS News. How adorable is That's that? Cute. It's all like, you yeah. know, fun, old school, kind of, you know. And it keeps them and they're active. 102 and 88. Keeps them active. 102. And they're spry. Beautiful. That's nice. Beautiful. Well, we're done. We have come to the end of this leftovers episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And we will back be back next week with a full episode, even though this is about as long as a full one. <laughs> so what are you gonna do? Yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening yep. and nos vemos. Adios. Daisy? Daisy? What's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?